because I got to pull out all that noise from the background. Mm. Yeah. So, like, any background noise I can pull out and shit oh, like sweet. that. So, what's up? Welcome back to the Mindsetting Podcast. Today, with me, I have Pablo Torres, a... Uh, He's just a seasoned veteran in plant medicine <laughs> and relationships. He's been putting in a lot of work. And today on Mindsetting, we're talking about healthy boundaries. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hello, I'm Pablo. Nice <laughs> to meet everyone. Ooh, healthy boundaries, huh? Yeah. Is there, mm, is there such thing as unhealthy boundaries? I mean... I guess, well, <laughs> no, is there a different classification between a healthy and a healthy boundary? I mean, I, I think that there could be, you know, a healthy boundary could not be hanging out with somebody that you know that is necessarily toxic for you, but still like maybe interacting with that person in a different way. Like, like, let's say they text you or call you or something like that. You, you're still kind of. Probably giving that person what they're looking for. <laughs> Sounds like a personal experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about personal experiences today. <laughs> so what's your take on that? Um, it's tough. I think, I think boundaries are probably one of the most toughest things that we have to do in our relationships with people. Whether it's you know an intimate relationship or with family or friends. It's tough because you, you know, when you set something up, you don't want to lose that person. Right. And they'll cross it and cross it and cross it as long as you allow let, it. Allow it. Yeah. Yes. Just keep crossing and, that And line. you keep letting, it's your, honestly, it's your fault because if you keep letting someone cross that boundary, they're, they're going to keep doing it until you put a stop to it, but you don't want to put a stop to it because you're thinking, oh, well, well, I might lose this person. Right. Well, you might. But whatever it comes down to it, it's just a respect thing, really. True. And I, that's something that I'm, I'm learning too is that if a person doesn't, I'd say in a relationship, if a person doesn't really respect you, they will never truly love you. Mm, that's fucking deep. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's so true. It's because like love is respect you know i respect how you want to be treated right and and if they're crossing that boundary they're not treating you the way you know you want to be treated mm. but you allow it and most most of the time most people do allow it it's because we're, it's fear it's a fear of lost and you know? and we're people pleasers too like we i you know if i set up a boundary and you cross it and then i give you a warning say hey i didn't like what you did and then you do it again, and then it's like my fault. You know? Right. Like, uh, oh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Can't get fooled again. <laughs> fool me, can't get fooled again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But whenever it comes out of respect, like, um, you know, even when somebody can have some respect for you, but not fully respect you 100%, you know? And uh, I think that you have to get, what, once you get to that point with a person, I mean, it's it's... It's either here or not here. And, and a lot of times, like, you know, if you allow somebody into your life and they know what you want and they just completely disregard that and, you know, continue to abuse and use you, I mean, that's that's really going to fuck up your mind in general. You know, it's going to fuck up your self-esteem, you know, your emotions. You're going to be worried all the time and shit like that, you know? So I think coming to, uh, like, a, a point where... You respect yourself enough to not allow that shit to happen anymore, and you just don't put up with bullshit. 
I think that's something that people need to know too is when you tell someone, hey, you need to love yourself. Like a lot of people are wondering like, how do I love myself? Having a boundary with someone is how you love yourself because that person is going to treat you the way you want to be treated. So, And also like people treat us as good as we treat ourselves. So again, that goes back to like a boundary. You know, if I'm letting you cross my that boundary, that's that's on me. Like I'm treating myself like shit for letting you do that. Right. And then and and also like I read something somewhere, um, or maybe I saw it on a video, but it said my boundaries are there to not hurt you. They're there to keep a relationship with you. And that like hit deep because it's like people think that you're. You set boundaries. And you're like cutting them off. Yeah. And they get really, like, really offended if you're not doing what they expect you to do when they want you to do it. Because they're probably like, oh, I'm not going to be able to get away with this shit no more. Yeah. So. So yeah, then they lash out. Mm-hmm. Happens all the time. And then they play the victim. But, I mean, it sucks because my last relationship, one of the big things was communication and there was things that I didn't want her to do and I told her multiple times and again it was my fault because she couldn't do it so I'm a little compassionate too because she was raised a certain way not to communicate like she she was raised to shut down and do things on her own and I'm wanting her to open up and one of the things of my boundary was please don't hold things from me and please don't like I need you to communicate you know how you're feeling or what you want and and she didn't but to me that was crossing the boundary because it started issues started to come up from not communicating with me and i think not communicating is probably one of the biggest things mm-hmm. the biggest thing in a relationship that will ruin it and it's sometimes i feel like the people who are crossing those boundaries they could care for you deeply and it's not even like it's not like they're doing it consciously. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, it's just it's usually just like shitty attachment styles. You know, problems, child trauma, things like that nature, all kinds of stuff like that. Where you know it's hard for some people like that to even get close. They can get close to you enough to cross your boundaries. I think, but still not give you what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, and still not treat you the way you want to be treated. But they'll, and they'll lash out get angry whatever you don't do what they want you to do um it's it's a it's a pretty tough tough road really because you really whenever it comes down to it especially whenever it comes to people not communicating and shit like that and um just being sort of selfish and and shut down and you know not wanting to open up um i mean it's easy to fall in love with those people it's hard to fall out of love with those people you know what i'm saying sometimes (laughs) so um I just, I personally, you know, I've, I've had experiences, you know that, with the same shit. And I think that once I got to a point where I'm just like, no, I'm not putting up with your shit anymore. Like, my whole mindset changed whenever I just started that practice of saying no. I think that that's the most important thing that a lot of people miss out on. Because, like you said, they want to be people pleasers. And the practice of saying no. practice of saying no is almost foreign in this society, you know? I actually, uh, this past Wednesday, I called myself out on that. Um, I, 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 something happened with a friend of mine who kind of threw me under the bus this week, and I was pretty upset um, because she was trying to please a friend of mine that they were going to hang out. So she kind of used my name and threw me under the bus, and I see what she was trying to do. The very next day, I'm speaking to someone 
um, telling him going into his restaurant saying, hey, I'm going to come tomorrow and, and I'm a vegetarian so I don't eat meat. But I told him, hey, I'm going to come tomorrow. I want to try your burger because it's burger week here in Orlando. And he was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, man. I'll see you tomorrow. So I'm making these promises. I go home later on that night. I'm laying in bed. I'm like, I don't want to eat meat. Then, <laughs> then the next mo- the next day at work, almost all day at work, I'm like, man, I just made a, you know, a commitment to go eat meat at this dude's place. Right. And I was like, I was people pleasing at the time. Yeah. So what I do, what do I do? I follow through with my word and I go eat your burger. And I felt like shit later. Like my stomach was hurt. I, I had the shits the next day. It's like the <laughs> first was the last time you ate beef. Oh, beef was like two over two years. Over two years ago. That's yeah. crazy. But but it, That's when awesome you, though. When you're <laughs> conscious of your your actions, this is how you heal. This is how you change. This is how you personally develop yourself. Is being aware of what you're doing and what you're saying and how you're reacting. But mm-hmm. when I thought about it, I was like, wow, I'm people pleasing, and I'm getting. I got mad at my friend for doing what I was about to do. So right. I had to change my, you know, I'd follow through with my word. And, but yeah, yeah that's, uh, but then that's the thing is whenever you end up in a situation like that, you have to remember, cause this is a problem for me in a long time. I, I can't get mad at myself for making those mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Like I just yeah. have to recognize them, be aware of them and then <laughs> make the correct changes moving forward and don't get mad at the unconscious because the unconscious is a child you did that unconsciously yeah unconsciously you made that fucking agreement and that's the way it ended up and and like i said like the unconscious mind is just like a child you cannot you know heal the unconscious mind with like uh, you know why did i do that and get down on yourself and everything like that you just have to be aware recognize and then make the proper decisions be like okay and then you say good job child of my mind like thank you for seeing what I did wrong and let's make the adjustments to relearn, like to break that programming. Cause whatever it comes down to it, a lot of it is programming, you know? Ninety five percent of our <clears throat> of of our daily habits are ran by our unconscious mind. That means yeah. only five percent of what we do throughout the day is conscious. Now you can I believe you can change that through meditation. Meditation totally helps. It, it helps you become more aware of the present moment and it's not something that happens overnight. Like I've been meditating for years. I kind of got out of it for a little while, but med- I've been meditating back again for the past two months, and I totally see the difference when it comes to being aware of what's going on at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that I can say this goes back to um, like like a boundary. So in that moment when someone crosses that boundary, your unconscious mind kicks in and you want to please and you like kind of let it go you're not thinking about it at the time you're not even thinking about the pain that they caused you beforehand you're just like oh this person's back look they, you know what i'm saying things could be different this time you never know but you know you yeah. know if it's going to be different or not and yeah. you're almost tricking your mind into believing a false truth you know what i'm saying like if it was going to be different they would probably approach you in a completely different manner. But usually whatever those people who want to break boundaries hit you up, it's always for like the same shit. It's the same exact way. Nothing changes yeah. with it, but we want to convince ourselves well, that it could be different, you know? The thing of this is, <clears throat> is the reason why people do cross boundaries is because there is no consequence for them. Mm. So when, when somebody does something... And they think they can come back, you know, you you let them back in and you say, oh, it's okay, just don't do it again. There's no consequence. It's That was their getting off too easy. When somebody has to pay a consequence for an action that they did, they're going to be more aware 
of doing that again the next time or crossing your boundary the next time. So it's tough. How do you, like, how do you punish someone? Like you don't want to punish someone for crossing a boundary. <laughs> That's not right. But there should be some type of consequence, you know? I mean, and, and, and the, if, I mean, if they try to cross your boundary, you just don't go along with whatever they're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Like something also, also when it, when it comes to um, speaking up on your boundaries and what you, how you want to be treated, I think a big role too plays uh, plays in this is when you it's how you tell someone because people will get defensive if, if you say hey I don't want you doing this to me or I don't want this it's the I statement mm-hmm. that you're that you're the way you're saying it it's very um I don't know it, it makes people get defensive but it's almost it, like a selfish thing like I don't care about your feelings I don't like it whenever you do something yeah or no I take it back not the I statement the you if you say hey you you did, you did this to me and you did that people are going to get defensive but if you say I don't like the way you do this to me or you say hey I I want to be loved this way or I love it when you do this for me and not this then they're like more open they're like oh okay yeah I can see that they're more they're more a little more sensitive to that, but when sometimes you, when it's you, not what you say; it's how you say it. Exactly, too. it is you know, how you say it. If you come from like a place of, you know, at least like some type of love or empathy, you know, I understand why you're doing this thing. Because, and we don't always understand why people do it, but if you do the research, you do the work, then you can usually figure it out pretty easily, like why people behave the way they do. You know, that is attachment styles. <laughs> Yo, that right there. You know, I, I'm so grateful, you know, when you can find a purpose in your troubles, that's just such a blessing, you know, but, but recently I found out about attachment styles and it just put the missing piece to my relationship puzzle together and it was just so mind blowing. All my relationships made sense. It just, you, you I understood every single relationship I was in. I looked back at their traits and what they were doing and how they did things and I could label them, you know, anxious attachment style, avoidant attachment style, secure. I don't think I've ever been with a secure attachment style. <laughs> those, those females are rare, not to say you can't find them, but they are very rare. I think we live in a day and age where there's so much childhood trauma and it's people just, are dealing with a lot these days. Oh, man. Yeah. And it's difficult. And not everybody, people can acknowledge that they have issues, but they don't want to do the work to make the changes, the positive changes, you know, that could do it. And the thing is, is that this whole world, everything that we have is relationships. It's yeah. the relationship with the universe and me and you and the fucking blade of grass on the ground. It's literally like everything yeah. this world is made up of. Yep. We're, that's <clears throat> the human... The human condition wants connection, and at the same time they want connection, they want independence. Mm-hmm. So that's a tough balance to have because we want to be independent, like have our own thoughts, our own mind, our own way of doing things. But we want this connection with whoever it is, whether it's an intimate relationship, family, friends. We want that connection. And where do we balance the independence from? Like we, we want to think on our own, but... It's man, relationships are so tough, man. Good lord, <laughs> toughest thing we got to do in this world, and you got to find that balance between. There are parts of you that do want to please someone, you know, in a sense, but you have to do it in a way where you're not, when you're being authentic. You're not doing it, you know, just to please them. You know, you're doing it because you want to do it. There, mm-hmm. That's a big difference, and yeah, yeah, yeah. At knowing that this is what you want to do, 
you know what I'm saying, and not doing things for other people. Uh, huge, huge. Yeah, change. not doing it for for like an outcome or or like because then it's a transaction. So if you're doing right, something for somebody. Right. Um, you're doing it just to do it and not, not because you're wanting something in return because that will make you spiteful, mm-hmm. which I've done plenty of that shit. And even in my past relationship, I, there was thing I, I did a lot the whole, you know, the whole time we were together and I, I did it because I had it in me, but over time I felt like I wasn't getting enough back and mm-hmm. I withdrew and I became spiteful. And then I looked at it as a transactional relationship, which right. is not cool. But yeah, and that's no way to live is in the transaction phase because you just it's just gonna basically lead to disappointment eventually. Like you're gonna be doing these things to get a some kind of outcome, you know, or you have like some kind of motive, and you're just basically yeah. setting yourself up for failure. Pretty much, it's mani- <laughs> it's manipulation. Right, you're right. doing something so you can get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you do something and and not expect something out of it, but if something does come out of it, then that's like a blessing. That's what how it should be. But of course, I lose track of that. Being all the okay time. if something happens and okay if something doesn't, you know, that's, yeah, that's probably like one of the biggest things whenever it comes to mindset that I can think of. That like, and I mean, like that's kind of with everything in life, you know. Being okay if you know I get a parking spot. At the fucking Target up front and being okay if I don't, <laughs> you know, or like, drive around for twenty minutes just waiting for one to get closer. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, well, yeah. you gotta accept the, the good with the bad, you yeah. know. A lot of times, it's as above, so below. I was actually, thinking, I, was, <laughs> I was thinking about that today, and this thought came through my head a couple hours ago. I was driving, and I was like, a weird thought came to my head, and I was like, you know what? I'm grateful for pain, and then I, st- I thought to myself. Who the fuck is grateful for pain? Like, why would someone be grateful for pain? And but it's, pain teaches it, us lessons. It man. does. It's, it's that's that's all it's about. That's yeah? I feel you can't learn unless you go <laughs> no, through some fucking pain. I feel like that's one, the only way I learn. I'm like, it fucking sucks. But when I come out the other side and I realize, you know, my mistakes, it's like doing shadow work. You know, mm-hmm. that's where that's where you personally develop yourself, and that's where growth comes from. And it is pain. It's growing pains. But going through that at the time sucks. Right. But once you're able to make sense of it, crying sucks. But after you're done, it feels really fucking good. Oh yeah, you know you feel like a million bucks. Really, after you let some of that pain out and mm-hmm. some of that anguish that you're holding on to, just hold it and feel it, and then release it and let it go. I think that's a big thing with guys too. Like not, they feel like they can't release their emotions or show their emotions um, because I think it's. The, I think the worst, the the biggest issue is not releasing it. Uh, a lot of times, I mean, sometimes, you know, there's a lot of times where we showing. don't, we don't really need to show emotion. We need True. to be strong, you know, because we are the masculine, you know what I'm saying? And Crying if, let's say it. you're a hetero, you know, you need to present that masculine form for your partner, at least like, let's say you're in a relationship. Yeah. To be the rock, you know? the mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see and then that. in intimate scenarios and uh, situations, yeah, you can't be vulnerable, but there's a lot of times where you need to stay in that masculine form to protect your partner or whoever, you know. Yeah, what I'm because saying? she does. Even for my asleep. kids, yeah, you know, I have to stay mad. I can't, you know, let them see me fold. I'm not going to let them see me fold. I'm going to let them see me thrive. You know, I can fold in private. Yeah, but they exactly. don't see it because you I know, think I if you're in private, you can just let it all out. I totally agree with that. I think there's there's space for mm-hmm. that, and um, that's what we're actually trying to do coming up. I oh, mean, this is. I've been trying to get this together for a while. I got I got a friend Brian who serves combo, but 
Um, he created a men's group, men's transformational group, and but I, I feel like I've been the one trying to push it together with getting the guys together and having a safe space for them to come and talk about things that they can't talk about in front of other people mm-hmm. or or release whatever emotions they want to release. And I think I think that's going to be good because I think we need more support for men these days. There's just this men's health is a joke. I mean, mental yeah, health mental health. Like, yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> I just, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for that though. We're, we're going to take a um, canoeing trip um, the next couple of weeks on a Monday. So I'm down for that. I'm okay, excited. cool. Yeah, definitely let me know about it. And uh, don't put your hand in your mouth. <laughs> now I have to say that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because nobody can hear you. Mm, nobody true. can hear you. And, and your message is important. Just like a lot of things in this world, but then a lot of things aren't in this world, you know? And uh, I think that it's probably a good stopping point. I, th- I think we're, we probably did good work here today. So don't take our. Uh, <clears throat> this is not medical. This advice. is not. This is not advice. <laughs> We're just speaking our mind. Um, if you're having issues, I would suggest seeking a professional, a therapist, um, counselor. I can't tell you to seek within, and I'm okay <clears throat> with saying that to people. Yeah, but it's to me. I talk. I think about it like this. Sometimes we don't always know. We can go deep inside, and we still can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, hey, if I got a if I got a bad tooth, I'm not going to go to a mechanic to get it pulled. Right. I want to go to a dentist. So if I have an issue that I can't really take care of, I'm going to go to you know a mental issue. Maybe I need to go to a therapist. If you can't afford one, um, do some look reading. In, look into. Hey, if you can't afford a therapist, get on YouTube. They have every fucking thing on there. Yeah. Anything that you want to know about like relationships, boundaries, spirituality, boundaries. There is actually a lot of good stuff on YouTube about boundaries. Um, you can look up a guy named Craig Kenneth, who um, who I'm following right now. I'm actually I actually hired him as a personal development coach legal psychotherapist yes <laughs> well so he don't his, plug for craig kenneth maybe he'll plug our he's show he's <laughs> actually a legal psychotherapist but he doesn't use that in his sessions because of legal reasons but he's with his sessions if you use him he's a life coach pretty much but he totally changed my life right i'm telling now. you you need to you i don't know why you're not accredited yet like what a life time for, for time, ah. time to go through the steps, bro. I guess so. <laughs> we'll see what the, been, we'll see what the demand is. I love you, this. brother. You've been dragging your feet for a little while. I think that the world needs a Pablo Torres to help them out. I don't think that there's enough. Life the world coaches. needs the real you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that Instagram. I don't title. know if we need any more of me because then that doesn't <laughs> then then there's no scarcity. Then that doesn't make me unique. So I kind of you know. Yeah, but scarcity is only good in relationships, bro. You're just trying. Mm-hmm. You're talking. About attracting women now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> scarcity is good. No, for... scarcity creates value in general. So okay, like... it does, it does, it does. But for men who need this message, you know, because I feel like I wish that I would have had this whenever I was younger. Like I wish that Same I would have started doing the work, started doing the shadow work, started meditating. You know, started looking deeper within myself. We all find things when we're when we're ready for it. So right. it doesn't matter however old you are, when you when you learn something, it's because it was your time to learn. Right, right, right. And nobody can, yeah, nobody can make that decision for you. You know, you have to be, it's almost like, uh, it, it can be like emotionally and mentally at the rock bottom. You know what I'm saying? It could take that long. I and mean, you're like, well, I really need to wake up and, you know, change some of these behaviors because, you know, now I have nobody around me and nothing to show for it. And that's really the sad. subconscious mind there. That's, that's the big thing too, is when you're asleep, you're, you're just running on cruise control and it's like your subconscious is just running you. And then, and then 
something happens, you have a realization or you have a, whatever it is, something, a big event, a big bad event in your life happens. And then that's when you wake up and that's when you're like, oh, damn, you know what? This, right. this is, uh, this is my fault. Right. Yeah. I'm the one that's been drawing all these pattern or all these things into my life and it's a pattern. And then you, that's when you. You figure out that it's your fault, then you have to go and search for yeah, why. Like why it am I attracting all these things in my life? How right? you start to heal is that because once you figure out why. You know what I'm saying? Those are things that you have to know to be able to work on yourself. Is okay. I see the behavior that I'm, you know, exhibiting, but why is this happening? Why? Why am I doing this? What about my childhood caused me to behave this way? You know, what trauma led me to these actions? And uh, I think that's that's a big problem that people have is that they can be they can recognize whenever they're doing fucked up shit, but they don't look it's at the late. why. <laughs> oh, why? Yeah, exactly. And then they continue to do the same fucked up shit because they never looked into why they were doing the fucked up shit. And they could like see it later. You know, I, I've seen it where you know somebody like says something to me or does something to me, and then they come back later and they're like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, blah 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 blah. But they never look into why it happened to change it to not to. To not happen again, you know what I'm saying? Change the behavior so we don't repeat. Yeah. And we don't cause more pain in this way. Yeah, projecting all your you pain know, onto to, other people. To, to other people. Because I promise you, until you fix the shit that's going on in your head, no matter who comes in and out of your life, different people, you're going to have the same shit with different people. You're going to have the same problems with different people. You can jump in, you can, what is called monkey branch from relationship to relationship, but it's going to be the exact same thing mm -hmm. until you fix your shit. Yep. There's so. really no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, you have to do the internal searching work. Yep. You know? And if it's through meditation, um, you know, plant medicines are really good. I know you're a big advocate for ayahuasca, so... Uh, maybe on the next next one next yes. podcast we can talk oh, about some boy. ayahuasca experiences. Hell I'm yeah. actually really excited for that. Um, you know, and I think that I mean we're this is this is our show now. This is it's it's me and you, Pablo. Okay. <laughs> me and you against the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking Tupac song in this bitch. <laughs> so I'd like to thank all y'all two subscribers out there. Me and the, me and the world too. I think we got three now. We got three. Three subscribers. Three. three, three me, you, and someone else. Three listeners. <laughs> I'm not even we counting me. <laughs> Oh, Maybe man. one of your ex-girlfriends probably listens to it. Oh, <laughs> I'm still friends with a couple same. of them. <laughs> me too. They probably need to hear this message, though. Maybe they can change some things. Well, maybe them, maybe know? one day they'll hear it, hopefully. Yeah. And, and, I mean, like, just hopefully they all get the help that they need. I mean, like, you I don't do. have to hear this I think that's podcast. one thing I wish I the best on, on everyone, my past relationships. Everybody and, that's ever come into my life and... You know, and they were all there to teach lessons. You know what I'm saying? I learned something yes. from every single fucking one of them. I've been with ones that gave me whatever the fuck I wanted. And, you know, I was toxic to them in other ways. And I've been with ones that didn't give me what the fuck I wanted. And I was toxic to them in other ways. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And everything in between. Relationships are a spectrum. So, you know, I just... Time to cool things off, but they still need to be hot. That's the thing. It's like how does how do you balance those two? Yeah, yeah, Keep yeah. the heat, but make sure everything else is cool, calm, collected, focused, and uh, you know we're got the eyes of the prize, and you know the goal is set. And there's you know it, the path is never clear though. Is the path ever fucking clear to the no. goal? No, but you have but to obstacles. Lovely. Only 
Obstacles to me are opportunities. Right, right. I posted so, that the other day. It was like, I literally... Yeah. yeah. That's probably where I got it from. <laughs> <laughs> Obstacles are opportunities. And like the path is never 100% clear. It can never be 100% clear. But as long as you know what you want and you're working towards those goals, regardless of what it is, you can always overcome pretty much anything. Oh, yeah. You know? Definitely. And that's kind of like the mindset that I... I, I, would, I I love to live by. I wish that everybody lived by that. Like no matter what, no matter what comes our way, you know, we face it, we learn from it. It's a lesson. You know, we don't repeat the same mistakes again and we move forward. You know, I mean, even if we do repeat the same mistakes, sometimes we're, because of what I noticed about me recently is like, yeah, I did repeat the same mistake with the, my past three relationships and and but this one like last one I thought oh I learned my mistake like I learned which I learned a lot and I did change myself like totally fucking 180 I was there and I Fuck. thought <laughs> I, I love the person I, I became but this last one a, a pattern repeated and then now I'm saying this now but I <laughs> I literally feel that I found the mis- missing puzzle of the relationship you know, and of all this shit that's been going on with me, mm-hmm. and it and right now it just totally changed my life, and it is it does have to do with the attachment style. So I would suggest looking into attachment styles, looking into your partner's attachment style. Actually, first start with yourself. Recognize your traits, and then see what attachment style you are, because that's going to show when you're going to set up boundaries. That's going to help you have a healthy relationship. By letting them know how to love you, so learn your ba- or learn your attachment styles, then set a boundary. Learn your partner's attachment style, then you'll be able to love them properly. Mm-hmm. It's really, really big. I think that's probably the biggest thing besides communication is attachment styles. But that communication and that goes hand in hand because you'll be able to communicate with them a lot better um, because an avoidant is pretty shut down. They don't, Why don't communicate. You name all of them? where are all the attachments? So styles? there's there's secure. These are the main three. They're secure, avoidant and anxious mm-hmm. um there's there's another one but they don't it's you want to be secure obviously those other two true uh, and the, the, the thing of this is, is uh, your attachment style <laughs> is based on how you pretty much the first two years of your childhood the first two years you're being programmed by how your parents are treating you but also you know after how you grew up how your parents met your needs or how they didn't meet your needs that's gonna that's gonna play a big role in your attachment style too now whatever attachment style you are whether it's anxious or or avoidant um you can change that by learning you can become more secure to be to have a better um relationship with whoever it is whether you know again intimate friends or or family you can have better relationships by learning your why don't you just style. go ahead and break down what anxious and avoidant is just so uh, people know. there's a lot of different traits mm-hmm. but i would just to kind of make it simple anxious attachment style they're more lack of a better word needy mm-hmm. so they're wanting more of a connection they're wanting more time with their partner they're wanting um maybe they want to just be with them a lot more and not have as much space and the avoidant is opposite they want more space they're very independent um they feel like they can't trust many people because of you know issues or childhood trauma so they're a, they're a lot harder to open up and communicate with, but both sides do have their issues, you know. And an avoidant person dating an anxious person—that's pretty tough mm-hmm. because they're going to just push each other away. Now, if you have a secure, secure person, person dating an anxious or avoidant, 
Now, I I think I was an anxious attachment style. I know most I of was my life. anxious, <laughs> <laughs> but I think over the past couple of years, I did without knowing about attachment styles. I actually changed my attachment style um, by the stuff I was learning about relationships. Mm-hmm. So I honestly believe that my last relationship would not have lasted as long if I wasn't anxious. Right. I was a little more secure, and she was avoidant, so I was able to let her come and go as she pleased. You know, whenever something was wrong, she'd go off for a few days, not talk to me. I'd, I'd tell her, you know, hey, you know, everything okay? Just get back to me, whatever. Um, but she always came back. And I think with an avoidant, giving them that space is probably the number one thing that they need. But you should not, you should, as a boundary, you should still tell them like, hey, you know, I, I don't appreciate when you do that, but if you need space, you know, communicate with me. Let mm-hmm. me know. Don't just run off because you're mad at me and then not talk to me for a few days. Right. But so the communication again plays a big role in and how you're going to express. But those avoidance, it's hard to get them to communicate. Uh, it I is. Mean, it is hard. But a good you got to find a way. So there's different ways of communication. Sometimes if you're living with your partner, it might be easier to try and communicate with them because you can maybe have a notepad. And write stuff down and maybe they want to communicate with you there. Or maybe you have like a little voice recorder and and record stuff there and say, hey, babe, is everything okay? And then they'll record back. Sometimes they, you got to just figure out a way to open them up and communicate. But Mm -hmm. I think the number one way to do that is make them feel safe. So if they feel safer with a a voice recorder or feel safer on paper or feel safer through a text message, whatever it is, figure it out with them and tell them, you know, you're willing to – uh, to do what it takes to to make this work, you know, and man, there's so man communication. It's just so huge. It's so huge on on with relationships and these attachment styles. But you can figure it out. People can figure it out. But look that up also on YouTube. You know, there's there's videos about there on YouTube about uh, the attachment styles and the traits. Mm-hmm. So look up look up that and and find out what what you are, and you'll be able to totally change your life finding that out. All right, man. Well, I think we got to wrap it up. Um, this has been an awesome episode. Uh, I'm super pumped about it. Yeah, um, a lot of good information, and I'm ayahuasca next. Next week, <laughs> yes. Next Planet week, next. whoever's gonna join. Um, I'm not a pro. I'm not a veteran, but I have a little bit over a year and a half under my belt with ayahuasca going every month. And that's that, a lot of sessions. It's a lot of sessions. And, um, it's a lot of healing. Going I on have there. a lot of deep spiritual stories that I'd love to share. Amazing, amazing. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, if y'all want to come back next week, love to see y'all. All right, man. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you so much for being here, Pablo. I thank really you. Appreciate it. Yes, thank you. And I'm uh, looking forward to next week. And everybody listening, much love. Stay blessed. Keep that mind high. And remember the world needs the real you.